Blue Wire. Randomizer Podcast. This is Ricky Smith uh, with Angel Gray. We are actually in person for the first time since St. Patrick's Day. Um, this yeah. is also take two. We've this never done that. Two. We were so frustrated yeah, we, that we just started going off and we were like, start over. Yeah, we. we that was our freestyle. Started off. You took a deep breath. This is episode 29. The reason why I know it's 29 <laughs> because so many people listen to 28. And they said it was a teaching moment that they learned some things about themselves uh, in agreeance. Um, it was cool. It was cool that we actually use it as a tool because we were kind of frustrated and tired, but we we just got through it. It was it was something that we didn't plan to be as such. Um, there was emotions, I guess, that was in our voices that I didn't even know we had. People were, were saying that we sounded tired and we sounded emotional, which I think we both do a good job of kind of staying emotions close to the vest is that what they said ah, well you're just close optimistic we just kind of okay. we mask it very well we and do I, our job we just our job is to you know share our stories in the best light possible are, best way possible are you more tired or less tired than- <laughs> <laughs> yeah hmm. i'm still waiting to exhale yeah oh, i literally was just God. like i don't I think I've just been like keeping everything in my chest so much that you really don't know if you've taken a deep breath. And mm. when you have those deep breath moments, it's what? Because it's a relief. Yeah. I think a little bit of that relief is when just looking at the George Floyd case, all four officers being arrested. Which that was me. a little bit of a like, all right, you know what? At least that's something, but it's yeah. still so much that's on top of that. Um, because they that might you have to get, be told about the, well, the they, protests they and might people infiltrating get, it. Like it's just so much that you want to go off on. But even with the the arrest, they might not get convicted. True. <laughs> I didn't say I was okay, running through right, the streets, right. <laughs> running for joy, but it's like the small victories because I think what I've learned in these last. What <laughs> two not, weeks? Yeah, they've been that long. The last month, right? Long, yeah. The last yeah. month is that, and I'll start off with even the Ahmad Arbery situation. Is that for his case to even happen in February, right? But for us to see the video, and for our voices to be so loud and powerful and united in a way that it led to not just the guys that chased him down, hunted him down, and killed him in broad daylight on his run, but then also the guy that took the footage as well, who thought that he was, you know, scot-free. So I think us just, we understand now how our voices are so important. And I think in a lot of today's time, even you're like, should I say something? Am I the right person to say something? Is this my place to say something? Mm -hmm. If it affects you, find a way that best suits you to be a positive change. That's all I can really say at this point. But I do know this, like just seeing people act has given me courage, a little bit more hope about things moving in the right direction. I'll, I'll even ask you this. There was a graphic that Kevin Hart posted where the entire country was in red. It was Mm -hmm. like, this is the first time in history Mm -hmm. that all 50 states have protested. Alaska, yeah. Well, yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, no. (laughs) Boys of Idaho. I was like, okay. Who would have thought? But think about that. The magnitude of that. 
So knowing that everything that was happening in the civil rights movement. I wanted to end here. Like that's where I wanted to end for you. Because oh. I know you. That's where I wanted to end. So now we're gonna go down, but just know we have to come back up. Because <laughs> okay. I know you well. You started high and now now we're about to go all the way down. Just know I need you to come back up. Because we okay. you are we you are typically the one to be like, oh well. All right, we're next podcast and that's episode. Good night. I am. So I need you to end there. Um Let's let's start here. Yeah, let's 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 go backwards. Let's start here. Anything you want to address? Like let's imagine you are literally on top of the White House with a megaphone and the whole world is literally listening to you. You you are you for once can take the weight of the world as an African American woman or just a woman, just African American or just American. Talk to me. Oh man. Hold on. That's hold tough. On, on. Oh wait, wrong. Oh, oh God. Angel Grey. <laughs> I'd probably be like Forrest Gump, like speaking at his rally or whatever he was doing. I never saw Forrest Gump, by the way. <laughs> I never saw it. But you know, it's it's so funny that you asked that question because I really did think about that. I was like, what's the most important thing that you could say right now? And honestly, I think it's just a time to listen. If I had anything to to say, it would be more so. Don't try and be down for the calls and feel like you have to say something uh, just to say something, just to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Listen. Mm-hmm. And right now it's time to listen to the black voices um, in our plight. Like we have to really just take some time to listen to the things that we have gone through, but then mm-hmm. also how we can make it better and not just always be so ready to say that didn't happen right. or this isn't the case or, well, what about this and that? And oh, black on black crime. Like there's just so much uh, distraction. Yeah. And that's the that's the most overwhelming thing um, that just kind of like clouds your mind. It's very it's a lot of unrest mentally <laughs> because there's so many people that are creating distractions. What is the cause? I feel like we saw this, too, with Cap. It's a perfect, um, you know, just example of something so simple. The something that we are literally talking about right now, internationally, even, you know, he was talking about terrible, you know, just habits of the police department and how it's directed towards us and how it needs to be fixed. He had, he even went above and beyond and met with people in the military. He he tried to bridge the gap with people in police departments. That's mm-hmm. what they don't want to talk about. At all. It was all about you disrespecting the flag. That has nothing to do with it. Nothing. Now, everyone will try and make it that because it's a distraction. <sighs> so I think we saw that a little bit with Drew Brees, but a long story short, I just think that it's just time to really just listen. If you feel some type of way you don't want to hear it all, then that should kind of tell you where you stand on which side. Because right now it's. Yeah, I I don't even know where to go with this because I've so, I actually wrote down notes. I haven't written down notes since probably eighth grade because I didn't excel in college or high school. Um, you're a woman, right? And we joke about the whole pepper spray. You have pepper spray. You have it on you right now, right? Uh, it's in the car. Okay. I don't, I've never bought pepper spray. Um, you have pepper spray because you're a woman. Yes. At the core of it, you're a woman going to your car, et cetera, et cetera. You keep pepper spray. That's your story. You don't cry not about it. You don't whatever. You just have to have your pink pepper spray. I've never bought it because I'm never thinking, hey, I need pepper, pepper spray to go to my car or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. I would be an idiot to then say, I don't have pepper spray, so you don't need pepper spray. I don't have to buy pepper spray. 
But as a person that values you and values opinion, I know Angel goes to the car. I'm going to walk her to her car. She has pepper spray. She has it for a reason. She's not an idiot. She's not dumb. Most, if not all the women I know, carry pepper spray. There has to be something to that. If people aren't smart enough to get this, I think our listeners are. My point I'm trying to make here, if somebody's telling you, you see somebody doing something and, and, and you love them and you try to understand them, then you know, hey, I don't have to do it. But just because I don't have to do it doesn't mean they're not going through it. And you understand that's what they're going through. Another scenario I have is, um, I gave this example, man, and I was I was tired. So some of these analogies are going to be terrible. Some will be dead on. But uh, a, a friend of mine reached out, a white friend, and was like, what can I do to help? And I go, you know what? If I'm at the bus stop, right, and I don't have a car, and I'm getting splashed, it's raining, I'm getting splashed by cars left and right, left and right, and you see me getting splashed by a car, and you pull over, and you come over to me and go, oh, I'm so sorry I got splashed by the car. Thank you. It doesn't help me from still being wet, and it also doesn't stop cars from splashing me. You know the best way to stop me from getting splashed is while you're driving your car to tell other drivers, don't, hey, look out for the guy at the bus stop. Me at the side, I can't really yell and be like, hey, hey, don't splash. Whoop, got him. Hey, don't got him. It takes people understanding and, 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 and helping us to know that we can't do this by ourselves. What kind of friend do you have that would just say, hey, don't splash the water on him? Uh, you wouldn't ask for a ride? <laughs> that's the wrong one. Ricky, ask for a ride. Really? I wouldn't ask for a ride. I'm wet. If that's your friend, I'd be like, yo, you passed? Andrew, they you passed just, you? Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe you lost me. I'm just saying, this is a place where we can fine-tune our analogies, apparently. <laughs> My point is, change only happens when a person is not affected gets together with the people that aren't affected and change for the person that is affected. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sad. <laughs> just- this is what we needed. I'm, I'm laughing and I'm crying at the same time. Um... Uh, all I've said is this, is, is, and I, I don't know if this is a real quote. I don't know if I stole it from somewhere, but I've been saying <laughs> it lately. To, to love me is to understand me. And I, I mean that me specifically, and I mean that as a culture. If you truly love us, and you love our music, you love our styles, you love our food, you love our everything we do, then try to understand this. And we're not going to get the, 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 the far extreme hate people. We're not. We're not. They're, they're, it's always going to be that way. But the people that's kind of middle of the road just at least try to understand us and get our point of view and, and, and have an open mind. That's all we ask. Um, it's hard. Even protesting. I'm going to lose some people. I'm probably going to lose some friends, what I'm about to say. Um, we were there. We were there. I didn't see and you, it was so I'm so questioning. Nice. I I'm saw question, you got no, a green hat on. I'm questioning where you were. Kevin Kevin was no, like, we were on the sidewalk. The lady was like, hey, off the side. And this shows you how civil it was. We can't help you if you get arrested. You need to make sure that you are abiding by the laws. Mm-hmm. Get on the sidewalk because other people are going to be coming up. You were part of that late group. Other people are going to be coming up. <laughs> have you guys know, so, Angel was somewhere hidden. <laughs> she was literally. I was with the diversity and inclusion. I didn't see them either. I was the in cast. there. Kevin yeah. saw you, so don't even try. I didn't see him. David saw you. No, yeah. David was in there when he saw me, and then David yeah. got scared and went away. <laughs> I got hit. I got hit with one of those things. Did they well, throw? I wasn't. I, I wasn't around. No, it wasn't bad either. It's they okay. need to. You know, I felt like they should have upped their. This is a funny moment. I got hit with one, and like in the movies, you see a grenade and you like jump on it. And that was my instinct. Then I was like, <laughs> and I tried to FaceTime you to answer. And I literally was going to FaceTime you. I was FaceTiming you as it was uh, designating. And I was like, Angel, see? 
can't get pepper spray. <laughs> if that would have didn't do anything to me. It literally, I it did. It's nothing. to clear people out. It's to scare people. You just don't know what. Yeah, the but once it hit me, I looked down and was like, oh. I, I think they had it from like the Cavs, uh, Indians. Uh, that never happened. Something they just had a bunch laying around. They were weak. <laughs> did you get? Did your ears? Their eyes? No, see? because um, you were hidden. I definitely. Angel was, was in a bunker. No, it's not in a bunker. When all that happened, I was protesting pre cars on fire. Okay. Um. So when I came back, because we were walking the whole time, you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, it's a great day. We got some. Nice know, our, vo- our, verse, our voice, voices were mm-hmm. heard. Um. It was just good to see people. I mean, think about this too. We're protesting, but then we're also like, we're actually outside mm-hmm. because we've been stuck inside for two months. Yep. So it's just like, okay, now we have a little bit of time, but people are wearing their masks. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking was, at everybody that awesome. does, you're like, hey, what are you doing? So that's some rhetoric yeah. too. But then you come back and it's just continued chaos. So right now, I don't know what curfew you I am me, trying me, to let avoid. Me, let me go back. So the car's on fire. There was three cars on fire, right? You weren't there when I, can, okay. I saw down the street and okay. I said, this is not something that I want to be a part of. I'm out of here. I am not a conspiracy theorist by no, no means. By that, no was means. Not, that was not us. Okay. I, the me, guy let, that let, threw the, the... And we saw a video of mm-hmm. a guy explaining. He was like, this is an old cop car. These people are That's working together. That's where I was going. There you go. Because I'm like, those cop cars... You were there. The streets were empty. Right. The streets were empty. We not walked around. one car there. And then it was just three random cop cars. And it was like... Hmm... <laughs> And so while it's going on, I'm in a drum circle. It kind of went viral online. I learned how to dance this dance with. I saw your clips. Yeah, I was having a good time. But while that's going on, people are then showing the clips of the cars burning at the same time. And I saw it. But I'm like, what narrative? Like, I I only go out now. It's sad that I'm an experienced protester (laughs) having traveled to different um, police murderings uh mike brown and tamir rice and some other ones in baltimore like i I travel and this was one of the more like i literally was jokingly like hey the Cavs celebration the the night they won was more dangerous at that time um but even then i have an issue and i might lose some people might even lose you on this one Uh um protesting um does it work to you I know you're for peaceful protesting. You put the word pre- peaceful in there always. I want peaceful protests, okay. um, but I understand rage. Oh, I, I completely okay. understand you know, it. I, I, a, you I had a whole thing. I was ready to go in. Well, hey, you can't ask notes. me. Like, it's, I, I believe in peaceful protests, especially in a city where we're trying to build up. Now, this is where I was upset mm-hmm. the most about the riots. Mm-hmm. Because I saw a lot of people just angry and defacing Atlanta. Atlanta's black Hollywood. That's yeah. home to me. <laughs> you know, we've already been burned down before because of racism. Mm-hmm. Auburn Ave was something that was ours and it was burned down. Oh, you black businesses. History, okay. So it's just like an understanding of why would you, you, you see how long it took for us to build it back up. Why would you tear it down? So that's where I, where I know for a fact that it wasn't all of ATLians. It wasn't right, all ATLs Georgians that understand stuff, right. the history there. But then we also understand that a documentary was just released about, you know, the justice system and police brutality, especially in the case of the missing children in Atlanta. Man, that's that I, I started it and stopped it three times. That 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 if no one if no one's always talking about. It, you Google it. Netflix did a story. Uh, it, I haven't finished it. Um let, let me let me let me go back. We're all over the place, but you know what? This is for us. Nobody else. Nobody else listens. That's fine. My mom listens all the time, so we got her. Um, what, what did you see? You want to talk about it? What you saw in your? Because I have the same story. What you saw downstairs of your building? 
So yeah, yeah, and. I, well, I it was first at this mine. point. Not to make you feel bad. No, I, had okay. same, I took videos of people non-black. I'm gonna say it, defacing buildings and whatever, whatever. Not to say blacks weren't. I have a story that kind of went a little viral again. That I stopped a bunch of white kids, suburban white kids, and I asked them. They said it's suburban. I literally stopped them from bringing all the flags that have masks. Kind of funny. <laughs> But I literally was like, stop. They were like, what? I was like, stop. And they were like, I was like, if you guys do it, it's going to be blamed on black people. And the last thing we need is this whole narrative that we're defacing the flag. Stop it. Where are you guys from? I won't say the city. They told me the city. I go, you know what? Monday morning, go do that in your neighborhood. I better see all them flags have on y'all. Right. Let me see it. But don't do it here. And they were very, very understanding. We took photos together. They were like, cool. But to that point, there's no, there's no textbook there's no instruction on how to protest so they just thought they were doing the right thing like if you're a protest is what like if you're writing you're angry there mm-hmm. is no control there is a, a look in your eyes there is a rage where you are willing to destruct everything around you the some of the people that i saw and i'm not saying that i think there were people that just wanted to get involved and, and just be mm-hmm. destructive mm-hmm. and whatever and ignorant but I tell you what, going downstairs to my own lobby and my managers pulling their cars up to our, you know, entryway just so they could have some type of barrier. They get paid that much? They I were, don't know. They love y'all. I, been, like, I'm out. <laughs> I was appreciative. I was appreciative. <laughs> yeah. But then seeing like how other people like solo, one guy completely covered his face, his like hoodie was on, just had a bat and just going down each way. And I was mm-hmm. like, what is that? What is he doing? Mm-hmm. The guy that threw it through our window, white guy, mask on, didn't look like he was a part of anything that we were about. And a black guy, he literally just came What time around. was this? This was, was probably very around, I would say around like 10 o'clock. Yeah, because the protests were from 1 to 6, which right. I've been telling everybody. Go ahead. Around 10 o'clock. And you could see the destruction that was going up and down the street. And I was just like, this is insane. Like, But it's, it's, it's even crazier to see it up close. Mm-hmm. He took the brick out of his jacket and one of the other residents was like, no, he had a brick in his jacket. The guy's like, no, don't you do it. He looked at both of us and chucked it over our head, threw it. And for me, I was like, get him. He was, I could touch you right now. That's where he was. I was like, I don't get free rent. They have insurance. (laughs) Right. I'm not about to chase you down. I don't know what else you have in your little uh, Barney bag of a sweatshirt. Yeah. So... We just kind of looked and we were like, what is going on? And then he walks away. I was like, what is this? Yeah, I, this is the yeah. strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. I went back out. I broke curfew. Um, this sounds funny. But I went back out when it was all going on. I heard the helicopters. and I was like, let me see this. And, 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 a, and a funny story about all that is, Angel, you just made a great point that we didn't even talk about that aspect. You said it wasn't that many people. I, I told somebody today, I've been doing God knows how many interviews, but I said it, it was about, they estimated about 2,000 people out there peacefully protesting when we were out there or whatever. Right. I said, if all 2,000 people just got violent, this place would be burned Burning down to down. the core. Like, the outskirts. I said, let's say if it was 200 people, it would be burned down to the core. What I saw, and I can only say what I saw, so you're at 10 o'clock, you literally were in the midst of it. I got scared at your corner, by the way, because I saw a guy with a bat. No, there was a traffic. lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I like, saw a guy with a bat. When the, sun, when the sun yeah. went down, it became... Yeah. I blame the city too, but that's all another story. Because they didn't have a, a exit plan at six. It's like when the concert's over, the basketball game's over. I've been known to wait for you after the games and eventually right. like, all right, Rick, you gotta, gotta go. go. Gotta, push gotta go. <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't see right. fire trucks. I didn't mm-hmm. see 
any like okay one to six we're doing this little unruly and the throwing back and forth and whatever but at six o'clock they need to get the people like me yourself people that weren't going to do anything but when you have people just standing around mm-hmm. that's never good for anything right and you it was over at six and now you have from six to what sunset at nine you had three hours to kind of get as much as that up out as possible again i, I like to say that i know i'm all over the place that nobody was out of character mm-hmm. um you're a by nature scary person. Yeah. <laughs> you stayed in character. I was on my bike. I was trying to get a narrative. Then I started making jokes. I mm-hmm. found a hair weave. I joined a, 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 a drum circle. I was myself. There was nobody who woke up that morning and was like, hey, I'm a peaceful person, but I'm going to go loot. There was nobody who said, hey, I'm, 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 I'm a violent person. I'm going to go and be you know, kind. And so, but with that too, everyone got their own narrative they wanted to get. It was very rare that you saw somebody like yourself or somebody kind of went with no expectations and was like, well, that was kind of, matter of fact, I did a story on, I won't say the new station, but she was surprised. She was tell me, the story's about the Sunday of me cleaning up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to talk about Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be all over the place and you can stop me. But I didn't even want to help clean up Sunday only because of two reasons. I didn't want the narrative to be, look at this black guy cleaning up. I wish the people last night was more like him. Minor. But better believe I got those in my DMs and messages. Like, look at this guy. I wish they all were I'm like Almost shocked that you were cleaning up. No, I get No, I no, get no, it. not even shocked. Just compared. Like, look yeah. at this good Negro. Why yeah. don't they be like that? That was one. And then two was like, I don't want to hear people complaining and telling stories about, oh, why would they do this? Why are they like animals? I was like, I just want to clean up. And it was a, it was a beautiful scene. But anyway, I did. The, the piece they were doing me was about the Sunday. But I want to talk about the Saturday. And I go, it was beautiful. And she goes, the Sunday? I go, no, the Saturday. Yeah. I go, it was amazing to see old, white, young, black, like people parking. Right. And that sounds dumb. But to park, get out your car. That means you drove down. Mm-hmm. You park. You made your sign. Your kids made your sign. You walked to where you need to walk in. You got in line. You figured it out. Got your little area. To me, that's during a pandemic. During a pandemic. So you're literally risking your life to have your voice be heard. And and to me, that was amazing to, 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 to see allies and see people that, like you said jokingly before, as people that you didn't know was on our team. Yeah. <laughs> that's that amazing. I was heading out all day like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> really? Okay, that's what's up. Because it's always us. But there's strength in numbers. And when you see other people that... Coming into the situation, you would say, I don't think that they would be for us. They don't understand. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I saw so many signs that said to be silent is to be complicit. Like I have to use my white privilege for, you know, to use my voice to help them. Like I I'm have to do cut something. The air off. You're going to talk for another 30 seconds by yourself. Go. <laughs> OK, <laughs> but I, th- I just think just seeing that overall, um, I don't know. It, it did something to my soul because I think that we're seeing more, even the youth. I To see so many young kids, and we always talk about, you know, the, the next leaders and the people coming up and the hands that our, you know, country is in, what does it look like? Well, the fact that they are aware, and we always use the term woke, it's very interesting that they're willing to use their voice at this time to say that we are not standing for this anymore and doing something about it and to see how collective it is. I, I get emotional yeah, about it. Me too. Me too. We're, we're in such a good place. I, I, I truly believe that it might look bad now, but like my niece, man, my niece is, she's 22 now, but like, she's part of that. Like I had, I asked her questions mm-hmm. and, and, and she, you know, puts, puts it in perspective. She's like, you know, they're, they're not, 
they're not as jaded as us. They 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 they're more rah rah rah, and it just um, it's a beautiful thing, man. I, and I know people are crying, and I know we're distraught, and we're we're on both sides, and we're we're getting beat up left and right, and people are you know even we just did all this, and we didn't even. I mean, just even the death of. Uh, which one? <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, I, don't <laughs> know I saw right. a complete poster of one, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, which one is this one? You're putting some names with the other ones. It's like, my goodness, everyone is a hashtag. Um, you're talking about Brianna Taylor. You can talk yeah. about Ahmaud Arbery. You can even go before that, and the list goes on and on and on. I had Sandra Bland on my on my heart mm-hmm. too, just thinking about her case and um, everything that she did, and even how she was taken out of the car. I never watched the video. I did. Never watched the video of how she was taken out of the car, pretty much like a, a roast. Angel, let me let me let me let me stop you there. How many deaths have you seen? I don't. Even that, our psyches aren't even. We we watch deaths of people like that alone is is crazy. Like we can literally watch people die on our phones. We can Google it right now and watch a guy literally for right. eight minutes. Just that that's insane. And so, like I don't know how you grew up. I mean, I do. I didn't watch nobody die. Like, I didn't watch anybody die. You always knew that was the case. But I'm the type of person where it's just like I don't even like scary movies yeah, because I yeah. want to protect my mind. I always want to yeah. protect what I'm thinking because I feel like that also affects what I give. Yeah. And so I'll be I'll be the first one to say. So what Disney movie you are about to watch? <laughs> I'm that type of yeah. chick. I'm not afraid to say it. But now it's just like straight up. Now I need to know what's going on. As scary as it may be, it's a reality. Like this isn't a, a a movie. <laughs> this is it, it seems as such, but it's not. And so, for me, I just want to be more aware of what's going on. And I think I posed a question to you online. I was like, "What can I do to help?" Because I do sometimes feel helpless. Um, I, I think that's the issue. I, I think, and we talked about it before. I thought I had an issue with you, but I don't. Um, <laughs> because I, I'm seeing our allies, as I'll call them. I don't want to keep calling them white folk. But I see our allies posting a lot about unity and we need to just come together. And I asked a question on all my social media accounts and I was like, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not being a jerk by no means. And you know, things can be taken out of context. But I was like, who needs to unify? Like, who's the we in this? And usually I post and people, you know, comment and retweet and whatever. whatever. It went silent. And I almost, I didn't want to be disrespectful, but I almost want to ask people when they were posting like unity and come together and the world needs kindness. I am the kindest man. But I really want to individually ask them like, who? And what I mean by that is, yes, we need to come together and that's great for the world, but it's like, it's going to sound very petty. We didn't do anything. Yeah. As African-Americans, we didn't, we don't want to be our next we put didn't on bring what us needs. over here. We didn't. we didn't even ask to be here. We assimilated. We've unified. We look like you guys. We talk like you guys. We dress We've like you tried guys. Everything we we to we, fit we, in. we 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 uh we hot comb our hair and we go to your schools and we move to your neighborhoods. Like we've done everything we could do possible to be with you guys, and we still so so even our allies. Like hey guys, uh, this whole can we get along? Like oh yeah, we would love questions. Yes, we would love to. <laughs> we but want, address the fact. No, I'm saying. Period. That's right. it. Not even the fact. Like, yes, you're right. Let's. How do we get stopped from killing us? Mm-hmm. You guys go first. Um, and then I, I got so many DMs and messages of people saying, "Hey, Rick, how this week you should um get some pizzas 
and maybe send them to some police force and show unity. <laughs> yeah, I used to respond. Now I just don't respond because even even in that, it's like, if anything, it would be the policeman handing out pieces <laughs> to us. And even then it looks weird. Yeah. These photos of them taking knees and bowing and them marching with us. And no, like we need them to, to, to identify the bad that's going on in their uh, forces. And, and, and like some guy tweeted, and I think you liked it. it. A guy was like, hey, let's here's a plan. We should come up with a plan of what we can do to stop police brutality. I go, they're already in place. There's not a police force in the world, I want to say, it, definitely the United States, that don't have... Uh, Internal uh, revenue or no? Is there revenue? No, revenue is money. What's revenue, thing? yeah, it's re- money. But what are you asking? No, the, the police force <laughs> in the movies, and they'd be like, oh, they show their badge and they get investigated. Internal, investigated? internal services. What are you talking? About? I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> the people when when the cops get policed by the people, internal affairs. Okay. I feel uh, like internal affairs. That's that what we call Blue Street. Yeah, they had internal affairs. <laughs> right. Each other's badge. All right. Um, they have those. Uh, who's gonna police but the police? No tra- let me stop. That's no. That's that's no my way. point. No, that's my point. So anybody's coming together like, oh, this is the plan, and you guys are protesting. You need demands. No, we you can't know, do anything. So I saw um, uh, a movie just the other day, The Freedom Writers. I I, I can't watch it. Go ahead. I'm sorry, um, but I think too what I saw just in the clip of, and I don't know all the characters' names and all that stuff, but one of the characters basically saw um, someone get shot in a you know, gas station or store or whatever, convenience store, and hopped in the car for the person that did it. He was trying to kill someone, wind up killing someone else. The guy that he was supposed to be shot got away, but they pinned it on him. It was very interesting how the mother was telling her, you got to protect your own. What are you going to say in court? Because, you know, these are our people. And there was so much stress on her face and her heart. Like she was just it was weighing down on her as a kid. This is high school. Right. Right. And she was just like, I know what I have to do. Right. I have to protect my own. Right. And then she got so frustrated. She was just like. That's the right thing to say. That's the mom saying that. And she goes, what do you, what else do you people want from me? Right. Right. Fast forward. She gets up there and she does the right thing. She says what she needs to say. Spoiler alert. But her people, yeah, well, if it's how many years old, like if it's spoiler alert now, then my goodness. Um, But her people chased her down and was like, you're dead to us. You know, you're no longer a part of this family. So I kind of equate that to that. Like we're asking people to do the right thing. But there will be consequence with that. Well, you're, you're you right. You may lose some friends. You're right. You may lose some people in your group, but I think that's what it is for the badge. Yeah. It's a culture. It's them. It's the blue. We always talked about right. protecting the shield. And I think it's just going to take time. I don't know if you saw off the, uh, the police officer in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm where the white guy threw something or pushed someone and she was like, hey, like chasing them down even. And then other people are like, whoa, what's going on? We're just asking you to hold your yeah. cohorts See, accountable. But that's why it's systematic. You're, you're right. That's why it's not going to happen overnight. That's why I said right. a better thing instead of trying to end racism, you know, those signs, and I, I chuckle when I see them, and people are like, end racism, excuse my language, fuck yeah. racism. I'm like, okay, no. 
let's just get racist people out of important jobs. Right. Like, if my quarterback is racist, so be it. <laughs> if my mailman is racist, so be it. But I don't need a person that can kill me because they're racist in a position of, of, of power. And right. that's why I'm like, let's understand. Let's get the allies, not to say white folks, the allies. Let's, we should put on the shirt. Um, to understand what racism is, let's let's get them to identify this is racism, this is they're racist. Once we do that, then we're cool. But to sit there again and 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 not say I don't see color or we need to all be together, we both all need to fight on stop fighting on both sides. That doesn't help us. But if you can identify racism and, and people said that they loved what we talked about last episode, just little things that we said that people didn't realize that they did. That is just part of. Um, what we have to deal with, then you understand things. Um, But that's what I would want. Like, my next sign is going to say, racism will be forever. It won't rhyme, and it's going to bring me long. Racism will be forever. (laughs) Let's just help identify what racism is. Period. Let's baby steps. I went to Morehouse, man. I went to Morehouse, and Morehouse is all black. All black male. Mm. We still had groups. We still had the jocks. They still had the guys from Ohio. We still had this. So, I agree with you. It's, I definitely agree. Yeah, with you. like to, to to have this whole thing and people are march, marching and oh racism. Nobody's gonna read your sign and be like, you know what? I'm gonna stop being a racist. Sarah wrote that on the sign. I'm gonna stop. But if you get the allies middle of the road, people which, which are listening to this podcast and we don't want to call them out, people that we thought were on the fence, we thought was another way to listen to it was like, huh, they are listening to us. <laughs> like right. we do have a voice. Um, we did all this work to get Jordan Clarkson and Chris Weber on, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, they just want to hear Rick and Angel <laughs> talk about what we knew best is, right. is being black in America. Even just our different perspectives of growing up and just you being a woman, me being a man, you being, um, you know, a D1 athlete and, and, and traveling the world and, and people seeing you on TV and vice versa for myself just being somebody who had to do other things to get where I am but just the things we've dealt with and it's like I think without us knowing it people heard it mm-hmm. and they didn't know we've been we've been through these things or things we dealt with and I think that's starts a dialogue I've, I've, I've talked to literally three different businesses mm-hmm. where they had their whole entire staff is is I'm doing um, sensitivity training in the workplace. Wow. Yeah, because they're like, what you're saying is what we deal with at work, but we needed somebody to vocalize it in a funny way, silly way that can say, okay, this is what he does. He's traveled. His stats look okay. He's been around all these people. Like, He's just saying, hey, it's not okay. Angel has braids. Mm-hmm. I love your braids. It's not okay to touch Angel's braids. It's not okay. Here's it's why. Not, that, it's not okay to touch my braids. But they didn't know that. So here's these people that we... <laughs> how many times do we try to touch your braids? Uh, you, if you had a dollar. You know you know what is even more intriguing? When my natural hair is out, when mm-hmm. I just have my natural hair out, people want to first reach. I don't know what it is about it. I have no clue. Maybe we should have a white I person feel, on that. I, that honestly, I am my most I'm at my most vulnerable state yeah. when I have my natural hair out. Which is ironic. See, I feel like I'm like, oh gosh. Here they come. <laughs> Don't touch. <laughs> yeah, it's a zoo. Don't no. Touch my hair. But no, it's it's yeah, man. I don't know. I think the think fact that they wrong. had to bring you in, even um, I think it's great because you're a comedian I, and you have yeah. a nice way to you know deliver the story. But to just how important uh, representation is. If you don't have somebody at the table helping you make these decisions, we've seen down the line where a clothing line will put something out, and they're like, "Well, we thought it was fine," and we always ask, "Who let this happen?" 
Wait, so who, who so let this I, get passed? I, I have that. My boy Ray, who listens, um, he actually has an answer for that. He said a lot of times, and he's not saying himself, but we were playing devil's advocate. He was saying, imagine you being a token black at that company. You don't want to lose your job. So then you get quiet sometimes. For saying this looks racist? Yeah. Because, again... For doing blackface Angel, on a pair what, of shoes? What, what, looks- what sweatshirt are you wearing right now? <laughs> it's a black fist. A David what- Banner. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm saying we have... We, we're raised that way. Some people aren't. Some people can't. I mean, put it like this, Angel. If you wanted to right now, right? You can get in your car, go home, and, and just live your life. You, you don't have to be black, in theory. Hmm? What I mean by that, these issues, these issues <laughs> okay. don't have to affect you. Okay. They don't. Okay. You're fine. These issues, I could, we can disconnect if we want to. We don't have to go online. We can go the whole other way. We know some of those people personally. I'm sure. I ain't said a word. Black folk <laughs> ain't said a ain't said a cotton picking word. Can you say that these days? Cotton picking. I said it because you Georgia. I don't even know what oh. that means. A cotton picking word. That was a thing I used to hear as a kid. I used to say it as a kid. I think this one got fired. You got your cotton picking mind. They were white, but they got fired for saying it. You can't say cotton picking mind. You can't say cotton picking. I didn't even think about the racist overtone right there. Yeah. There's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get it on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, UFC events 24 7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracken Challenge, a March Madness style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on Bet Online's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan doc on what they're calling the final dance. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. What are some things that, we already talked about the unity in Mm -hmm. it. What's one thing that you've seen um, that kind of, Good or bad. Helps you. Uh, a good thing. Good. Okay. A good I, thing I that you've seen uh, that gives you hope. You we talk about being tired, but we're, what's something that you've seen that you're like, you know what, this actually I know it didn't go the right way. I know it didn't go the right way. I know it didn't go the right way with the uh blackout Tuesday. Right? Right. And let me explain what that was because I I got did a couple interviews about that. Um it started about Two African American in the music industry was like, right. "Hey, you guys make a lot of money off of us. You guys, uh, on both sides, you guys have people download your music, but also the artists are getting pimped. You guys don't let them own their music, and you guys let's let's show you guys what happens if none of us streams or uses music for the day. Somehow it got um, people got out of it what they wanted to get out of it. I took it as a day of rest as a black person." Whatever. It's you not, did not rest. You were like, I'm out. I'm quiet. No, and, and then you tweeted yeah, seven like, seconds later. So whatever. Don't do that. Because I saw some things <laughs> I need to address. Darn it. Um, what, what did I say? Oh, oh, just the people on my timeline and people that I did not know, even if it was just for show, just showing their unisense with us at least understanding it. I believe before Kaepernick, for me, that wouldn't have happened. There was people who were just sat on the sidelines. I do think now we're in a time where, believe it or not, Trump has made it okay to openly talk about politics in a way that you can Everyone. say. Everyone. Yeah. 
Yeah. Every single person, yeah. every single citizen. Yeah. Doesn't even matter if you're a yeah. athlete. Because let's be let's keep it all the way buck. Uh, these killings and murders and shootings were going on while President Obama was in office. Absolutely. And they happened in the Bush administration, yeah. in the Clinton administration. Yeah. And during the Obama, it felt a little bit better because we at least knew the guy in charge looked like us. Right. But with this, it's like, all right, come on, y'all. We need to get out here. We need to vote. We need to march. Do what Absolutely. you got to do. I will say this, and I want to, I want to, this is off the topic, but because we're coming to the upswing. I do want to say this for anybody listening that, that, that doesn't understand the rioting, the looting, the destruction part. I will question or ask you guys a question. There's, or I'll even say this. There's only really two ways. There's really only one way to, to, to stop anything, and that's affecting somebody's money. Right. That's boycotting. That's picketing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're at work and, and they're not treating you right, okay, let me not work. That You're doing that to affect the, 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 the job's money. If you're boycotting, hey, we're not going to eat this um, anymore, and now you're, you're done. So... Sometimes to to change uh, to get your voice heard, you have to disrupt people's money. I mean, the perfect example of that is look what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It happened to us, Black oh, Wall yeah. Street. Yes, yes, yes. You talk about a riot; they completely Into took everything that we had. How about all the businesses that we had, the um, affluent community that was already established? My biggest frustration in that was. You tell us that you don't want to be with us. Mm-hmm. We create our own. We create our own businesses. We create our own, you know, practices, mm-hmm. churches, mm-hmm. and then you burn it down. Angel, with that same vein, you tell us not to take a knee. You tell us to peacefully protest, and nothing happens. It's no different than a, a, a lion in a cage. At some point, the line gonna get mad. He's got to do while. something, and that's literally, mind you, the individual person out there throwing a brick or the instigators. I don't even want to get in that because that's some conspiracy theories. I I hate when conspiracies look like they're true. Right, because now I don't know how to explain. I'm Bruh, like, wait a minute. I saw some online where they were literally dropping off pallets of bricks and just leaving them. I saw that too. <laughs> I knew something was afoot when I saw ACAB and black people can give me the answer funny moment like i said comedy i literally was grabbing people and i was like hey, hey what does that what mean, does that they're like, mean? They're like, i was I like, we- like y'all, gotta, y'all can't even write graffiti good you gotta write it out <laughs> the cop won't even know what you're talking about you gotta get a, a, a google a, we we know what the message is right I, we had no clue if we're asking none. amongst ourselves then this we were not a yeah part of i was like i don't know what y'all did somebody do the ar- anarchy sign I got that video. The yeah, it was, the, ty- it was all type of stuff going on that, that was not a part of the movement. I tell you that right now. It was crazy. But destruction. When did you, you LA riots happen? I, I have some great articles I read. I've seen some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look bad, but guess what? They said the LA police department totally changed mm-hmm. because of that. Um, when Martin Luther King died, I think they rioted for nine days straight across the nation. But I said nine days later, they got all these civil rights. Um, bills and legislation passed it's sad to say i'm not promoting the facing stuff i'm not saying it's okay to do that but sometimes you gotta you gotta let people know how mad you are i, I gave an analogy and I'll, I'll let you take it away it was um as a man sometimes we do stupid things and we'll do something and then women will go crazy on us just the one thing we do it's like oh i, I remember my ex-wife um i was 
putting the dishes in the dishwasher and I did it wrong. And she's like, you idiot. And you never uh, parked the car the right way. And who was that girl? And And I was like, I I just put the dishes backwards. I think that's what America's confused about with us blacks right now. Because they just saw one guy in Minnesota getting kneeled on. And we're like, it's all of this stuff. It's Angel having her hair touched. It's getting pulled over. It's all of this stuff. It's even our friends that, let's just be keeping it all the way buck. It's even our friends that are cool that makes racist jokes that they think are cool. But it's like, okay, you gave me too many of those. I'm, I'm giggling at that joke. But oh, all right. I'm running out of the, yeah, the chuckle. Yeah, like you the cool <laughs> one, but that, that wasn't <laughs> that start, funny. Yeah, like you even like, got that look. You know what the people I'm talking about. We used to sit there like, oh, okay. All right, I get it. Hey, Angel, why do you guys like do? All right, my man. I'm calling so this it out. podcast coming I'm to y'all doing too. My part. I'm doing my part. I'm just going to call it out. That's what it is. Uh, I asked you yours, my favorite one. Um, and I know I just came in here. I was like, I feel like there's so much to address. Yeah, I haven't. I, but, I don't even know why I took notes. <laughs> but um, I think when we talk about that unity that you were uh, mentioning before. Or questioning. Or question, right. When the sheriff, just seeing the interaction too with some of Mm -hmm. police officers who came in um, Michigan, I believe, I think his name was Chris. And he said, I just wanted to put my, my club down, my badge down. I want to march with you guys. Let's make this a parade. Sometimes I'm like, okay, is this to calm the tension down? Is it just because it's like, all right, like how can we make this look better? But I thought that was very genuine. And for him to answer questions, say like, let's march together. And they were like chanting, march with us, march with us. That did something to my heart because we've been asking people, hear us, hear us. Finally, we have somebody that's willing. And it wasn't just him. It was a couple mm-hmm. of his buddies no, I don't too. Dis- I don't disagree that with started that. started to march with him. And I was like, you know what? This shows right now that it's not just a one day thing. Someone died a week ago, if not a little over that, and we're still protesting. <laughs> Is he going to do it next week and the week after? I next? don't know what okay. he's doing, okay. but I think I've seen more yeah. um, people involved in that. We're just asking more questions yeah. with them. Now, I don't want it to cease. My thing is, right. this right. happens, right. and right. it's just like, right. okay, right. well, that was cool. No. We're going to circle back like Uncle Shay Shay always. I love Shannon Sharp and his takes on. Uh, Yo, he's won me over, man. He's, he's absolutely. The show I, that they had today was absolutely yeah, incredible. It. But it was. He basically said all these people now want to come out and say we're for the cause. And we're for. We're going to circle back around and we're going to check and see what you're what you're about. My boy, Sean, just Sean sent me. Says, he's going through it. Like he has flow charts. He's lit. I swear to God, he's going through it. He's going through. But he sent me a graphic yesterday of all the music industry, um, all the record labels. And it said, did they did they do a black square? Yes or no. Right. Have they donated? Yes or no. Mm hmm. And he, he he's like, I'm holding him accountable. I have a friend in Kelly who's doing that with uh, financial institutions. Right. She's like. She kind of uh, was on the wave, and our my boy Rory, who's on the Joe Budden podcast, he and I kind of disagree with him first, but his, his, their thing was you got to hit them in their pockets. You got to literally figure out a way. If they're not supporting us, we're not supporting you, and that's that's the unity on our side. Um, it's hard. It's hard because I joke that sometimes if if we didn't support things that didn't support us, I might not eat or wear clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, people post the other day about Wendy's I guess donated a, a right. crap load of money to Trump I like the 4 for 4 
that's my go-to. I get the junior burger, cheeseburger, no tomato. I get the regular nuggets, fries, and I get a lemonade. See, the last time I had their nuggets taste like cardboard, so it's yeah, easier they, they for they me to say, like you know, they get the spicy though. They were spicy. Oh, okay. Well, McDonald's is still there. They actually talked to me and they they told me to keep up the fight from the corporate level. So <laughs> they did. They did. They reached out. Um, and all my brands. You're I will so say proud that. Of that. I will. Well, because <laughs> because we don't we won't go on your end. But my end, it felt good because I got to a point like you just said. Uh, I I'm not gonna say I never really spoke my issues, but just getting tired of having my voice. And I've been doing it a lot more. People follow me, et cetera, et cetera. But it felt good that the brands that I represent. Right, the people absolutely. that represents those brands individually reached out to me, and I was like, "Okay, wasn't scared before because I'm like, if you want to follow me, unfollow me. Like, yeah. this is where we are. It's a pandemic. If you, I'm not the the eggshells have been gone. If you should wear a mask, like, I, there's some things I want to. I'm telling you right now, wear a mask, sanitize, stay at home. If you're not, we're not friends. Um, if you don't rock with me, if you're on the in between, if you're still like, oh well, there's two sides of every story. Nah, these are situations lying in the sand right now. So it was good to see um, some brands that I rock with um, come out, not just posting but but i know they're in the community but i'll keep it all the way book every brand that messes with me it's all been minority um people in charge like that that already know the system and know what's going on so that felt cool it was cool to see some other allies out there um my girl taylor swift oh who would have thought like literally taylor swift has become the person that man. I'm rooting for. I'm confused. Shake it off is my new song. And I'm man. not even because we had this debate. Remember yeah, we were like Taylor Swift. I still know her music. <laughs> I had to literally Google some Taylor Swift songs. I like Shake It Off. I like um, Shake It Off. Are and, we gonna uh, get a, a black square from Kanye? Do you see what he just did? What do you do? While this podcast is going on, it just got announced. He he already done it, but mm-hmm. two million dollars uh, to the fund for the family. Um, I think he is dedicating. Why don't you look at what I'm doing? This and he actually gave out another two million to different organizations of the four people that you discussed. Um, their families to, to handle all their legal fees and stuff. I bet Christian or established that. Huh? I bet Christian or put that in place. Okay. Or Kim Kardashian. Well, okay. Well, uh, here's my thing, Angel. <clears throat> this is my only thing about that. I don't disagree with you, but I'm like, hey. The person that sits and you don't do it, but the person that sits online and goes, "What are celebrities doing?" Yeah, I rather them not. Like you, you said it actually earlier. I rather them not talk, <laughs> talk mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, but it, it is disheartening. I know some people personally uh, here in Cleveland that black people who make a lot of money over black people who have not said a word. Um, it is what it is. What if they don't know what to say? They know what to say. Okay. That's the difference. Because some people... You know what to say. Some people can't speak full sentences. So it's more so like, okay, you know what? You could cut and paste. You can hurt the cost. I just literally did this thing right now, the whole black thing. I am a black man. I literally hit my boys and say, hey, what am I supposed to write? I didn't know what to write because I got tagged on something. You was you was coming. My niece. I didn't know what to block out Tuesday. I called my niece. We're in an information age. You can find out. I saw some people I know in places that definitely don't mess with black people. They figured out that blackout Tuesday. So for you to not say something right now, it's I understand if you're lily white. Right. But if you make money off of blacks around blacks, come on, bro. Like Or just don't lie about it. I, I'm disheartened. I mean, we talked about it coming in here. But even what's going on at Florida State right now, I'm like, man, just don't say anything at all. We're so quick. Don't you dare. Don't you d- 
Didn't you say you love the new coach? I never said that. Do you I don't money? know him. Do you get money back? You didn't they didn't ask you, you're not on that board of like No. I, people that I don't even Why don't you talk about what the Florida State coach did? He's a liar and he's a racist. I, I don't know if he's racist. He's he definitely is a liar. Not, he is. He's a liar. He said he reached out and talked to everybody on the team individually about what's going on. And the players are like, nah, bruh. You sent a cut and paste text. Yeah, that's that's the problem. It's like these kids have social media now, so they're going to speak up. Their voices are going to be heard. So it's probably best that you just don't lie about and they it. They said, we're not working out. So, yeah, basically, um, he had what you said. said, this is, I've talked to every single player. We've had these discussions mm-hmm. on how to be better and how to move forward. And, uh, yeah, head honcho apparently was like, man, this is. The, the poopy sign? The poop emoji. <laughs> the poop emoji. Well, I still think it's funny we it's have like, one of yeah. those. But it's, it's, it's interesting, too, because they're going to call you out. Why would you even lie? Just to put something out there. That's my biggest like issue. It's just like, just as we said before, don't say anything at all or just keep it in-house until you get all your ducks in a row. My dad said you can't rationalize the irrational. All right. Well, whatever. Uh, like the, the, the Broncos coach said, it, there's no racism in the NFL. Oh boy. True Breeze saying that he would never disrespect me. Did you see the video, the picture of him taking a knee in Paris or wherever, London? He's taking a knee before at a game. I don't even know if that's for the national anthem because people are like, well, what's the context? Because here we feel like it's a moment of silence somewhere. So I, I don't know what to believe anymore. Man, I always, the national anthem, I stood up, crossed my hand, whatever I was supposed to do. And that was for me to reflect and get ready for uh, my team to win. Okay, so speaking of that, so Drew Brees said what he said. I disagree wholeheartedly with it. However, it's what he said. Think Tony Dungy, who I admire greatly. He's one of my mentors. I read a lot of his books. Mm -hmm. He came back and said, and I'm not sure if you saw this. I saw it. Okay, so just for the listeners who, Mm -hmm. if they haven't, we should, okay, he said what he said. We should allow him to have confidence and feel free to say what he says Mm -hmm. and just ask him why are you saying this? Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? No. I do when it first happened. No, I do when it first happened. This is what Kaepernick was how? 2000 what? A long time. Yeah. And even Jamel Hill even retweeted one of his teammates said in the cold tub specifically, they talked about it in detail. So now it gets even weirder. Like, bro, like people have literally talked to you about what the flag and the kneeling is like. You can sit through some things out like that. And then to come back with an apology. I got mad. I retweeted. He lowercase the B in black. At least give us a capital B if you're going to apologize to us. <laughs> um, and you're allowed to disagree. My, my boss on Black Dynamite, Carl Jones, said something that was amazing. He said that uh, you're allowed to disagree as long as it's what the masses say. He's allowed to have that opinion. But it's the wrong opinion. Like his, his thing should have been, hey... Like he, uh, when you start making it about the flag and just he said I get emotional because I think about my grandfathers that fought in that war I thought it was very touching uh, to even hear uh, Shannon Sharp break down well yeah we got a couple people that fought in that war yeah. too you see Michael and, Jenkins what he said no oh, he but I think crying. it was very interesting it's yeah. like we had people that were fighting for your freedom yeah. and came back to our country for the right to and do had what? no rights wait for the right Could, to protest and be heard the first amendment like, literally, this country was founded on protests. The Boston Tea Party. It wasn't like, oh, just uh, march from... Seven. I jokingly said this week, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to do it. 
You can come if you want. I'm Outside? Yeah, Sounds no. pretty dangerous. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a sign every oh, day okay. this week, and I'm going to protest in front of... Um, in front of uh, Wendy's, the Justice Center. Okay, just by myself. I'm gonna do a peaceful protest. Did you see the 81 year old? I believe she was 81. She was the only person to show up for the protest. Adorable. Did, I, I thought. I think change? it was in Fort Myers. Did change happen? What'd you say? Did change happen? Anything happen? No, she probably. And that's that's only my point this week. Every day, I'm gonna literally take a photo. I'm like, here I am, guys, protesting. <laughs> It was a cute picture, though. I, I saw a lady in front. I got a video. It just happened. She happened to be in the back, and then everyone turned around, and she was in the front, and she's walking her dog, old white woman, just do do do. And she has a Black Lives Matter shirt on. But shout out to her. Um, True. But anyway, uh, I else? get nervous wearing this. No, no you, you talk I, about- I like this new angel. Okay, Come on. cool. All right. We we out here. <laughs> this is your time, Angel. I told my mom and dad, we're talking about you. I said, Angel by nature is a, is a scary person. I said, we. I, I called you two days ago to say thank you because even I, so you are where I was and now I'm over here. Because mm-hmm. I don't even think people know, like by nature, I went to Morehouse because I am militant, mm-hmm. which I tuck in a lot. I am very political, which I don't share on social media, this or that, but I am, that's me. Like that's, mm-hmm. That's who I am. Like I went to Morehouse for this reason. Like I'm okay talking about black issues. I because I also too understand the mind of a racist. I understand the other side. I see both sides. I see all sides. And that's why if somebody's open to listening, I can talk all day and, and, and tell you how you feel, why you feel that way. Even I, I did Andre Nod and and, and mm-hmm. image shows and explain to them like, hey guys, like like we said, the young kids are out here, black, white, Asian, et cetera, et cetera. If you look, and I'm gonna offend some people, but if you look at that stunt Trump just did, they were all old white men in terrible suits. For lack of better, even if they're not voted out, they're gonna be dead in 20 years. <laughs> they're scared. They're scared of change. America's looking like what it's supposed to look like. And this is that that's why even even in the rhetoric or whatever, the American flag is not a Confederate flag, which I'm sure you're seeing this. The big I, that's my the big megas now is is they're rocking these American flags mm-hmm. hard. Um this is all they have to left hang on to. This is it. Once this once this generation is gone and the race mixing and the mixed kids, like what what else do they have to fight for? This is it. We can travel the world and we're loved all over the place and we got Mexico and isn't that a true white man is angry in his world. Like this is it. He has nothing left. He had the rules made for him 400 years. They, they brought us over here. And even in the the, the, the the aspect of like segregation just ended in the 60s. Right. And it still wasn't like segregation is over. Okay. We have no racist thoughts. Doesn't work like yeah, that. Yeah, bless you. Where you're from, like you can't oh, go on golf oh, courses, me. and it's still I colors still get only nervous. signs. And uh, even um, Stone Mountain, Georgia, where you're from, Stone Mountain was one the, of the, the most the, racist. The, the, the thing Stone you call, Mountain. yeah, like Stone I've been this four four founders of slavery. I think about it, and they're celebrated. And I remember going for the first time, and I was in a uh, AU team um, that. I this was is the one you, one you, is this the one you tapped out? Did you, you cheated on purpose so you can go home? No. Okay, you play harder this school, one. Okay. Uh, volleyball team. Okay. And we didn't want to win. But at the end of the day... <laughs> it's night. It was it was nighttime. We always have the laser show. And I remember mm-hmm. being there with uh, a bunch of... I, I think I was the only white uh, player there at the time. And the laser show was going and so then You were only black player at the time? The black player, yes. You just said you were only white player. Sorry, 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 sorry. I was the only mm-hmm. black player amongst all my white teammates. Mm-hmm. They wanted to go to Stone Mountain to see the laser show. I had never been. My parents never took me. It just never seemed like something that was appealing, but they wanted to go. So I went with them, and I just remember, um, I don't know if I can ever explain or express, just you can feel uncomfortable. Even as a kid, I just felt 
my skin was crawling just being there, seeing, I didn't even know the magnitude of it. I mean, I really didn't know, but just seeing uh, the show that they had where the guys come off of the mountain in the laser show form and people begin to applaud and scream like we were watching fireworks go off. And I just remember at that moment thinking, I want to get out of here. I'm uncomfortable. And I really didn't, couldn't put a finger on it. I just Mm -hmm. knew that I wasn't where I was wanted. (laughs) And that, that alone was just like, I've had plenty other experiences, but just being in a place where I felt outnumbered, I was so scared. Like being, getting out some places when I travel with my family now, uh, there are certain stops where my dad's like, we're not getting out of the car. We'll wait, we'll wait another two stops. And you just know why. I mean, I remember getting, uh, when I was getting recruited, I did not accept mail from Mississippi State. If I got something from Alabama or Mississippi, my dad was like, uh. Yeah, no. Let's, let's, let's think about it. Those are the discussions. I tell a funny story that we were driving from. Actually, we were driving through Tallahassee, but um, we were driving from Atlanta to Miami, and we went to get gas, just college kids, spring break. And the guy was like, hey, we don't serve blacks here. No way. And he was very polite. He was like, if you go down the road, They'll take care of you. We said thank you. They gave you a life. Yeah, we said thank you. Like what I'm gonna do? Five miles. What I'm what I'm gonna do? I, I'll give you the story even more recently, Angel. As a three days. How ago. old are you that they said that to you? Don't do that. <laughs> Fine, I'll tell you the story three days ago. You know, there's a lockdown right now and curfew in downtown Cleveland. I'm scared. I'm scary. I'm just now. I, I go to the sushi restaurant. I tell the lady, Hey, I've never eaten in a restaurant since it's gone on. I want sushi. Can you put me somewhere? Like I, I, I'm scared. Of, I'm not even talking about race. I'm pandemic mode. She's like, all right, cool. Understood. Put me in the corner. I'm like, cool. I'm going to eat my sushi. Get my sanitizer. I look crazy. Um, sushi comes out and it was, it was, I'm not going to say it was racist or da, 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 but the lady lived downtown, my waitress. And she was talking to all the tables. It was, I was the only black prisoner. She's talking to all the tables. Hey, I live downtown. And this first group is like, how scary was it? What were they doing? Why were they doing that? Next table. Oh, I can't believe they were doing that. Why were they tearing up their own stuff? Da, da, da. Every table had this conversation. I'm just sitting there like, I really want to get my food to go. Like, it just felt so weird and heavy. I was like, man, like, I just really wanted sushi. (laughs) And like you said, that experience is like, it's just things that we deal with. And it's like, man, like, it's hard. Like you said, it's tiring. Even right now, we didn't want to have, we we went to driving range. And shout out to our boy, Jimmy Hamlin, for working on game. You're a way better golfer than me, but I'll I'll get there. (laughs) You're not bad at all. Nah, but but even then, it's just like you don't know. You're on a golf course. Is we all know. That, I mean, the 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 the, the stories of the country there's clubs. A look. Yeah, yeah, the a, country clubs a, in the south. I'm there. You're there. My boy Free is six 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 seven. And even then, you're like, I'll give you one more example. We were at a, a restaurant yesterday with AP sitting outside and social distancing. And I kid you not, every white person to walk by us, I, I'm not making this up, was like, all right, guys, see you later. And we're like. That's just weird. <laughs> we I was at Cheesecake Factory and a guy with a mask on just the other, just yesterday. Literally, I I thought, I mean, you know, you can't really see anybody yeah. in the mask now. I thought I knew him. He waved yeah. so hard. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah. I don't, I joked. I was like, maybe he doesn't want us to loot his house. I don't. I don't know what this new wave is, man. But it's it's very interesting. I can tell you this though. I'm just happy that people are listening. I think. Um, 
I'm just happy to be a part of something. You know how you always say, I wonder what I would have done if I was in that position, just seeing people put holes and like all this just crazy stuff going on just for riots and protests yeah. and standing up for something. We actually have an opportunity to stand up for something. I'm actually disappointed um, just being in Cleveland um, that we only had the one day to protest. Like I still want to be out there. Come on, what's up? Well, I'm just what's saying. What's up? I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to say their name, but somebody I know that you know well, there's a friend of the show was like, he helped me clean up because we did clean up Sunday. I ended up getting like 50, 60 people together to clean up. He came a little late and he was like, let them know we cleaned it up. What's up? <laughs> we, as long as they do what they do, we, we'll be out there to clean up. Um, well, Angel, you got a voice? Say the date and time. Process don't happen just because people just go ahead. It's your moment. All right, we'll yeah. do something peaceful. I'm for real. All right, cool. You make sure your um your employers are okay with it. <laughs> make sure your uh, money's still I'm good. I'm unemployed right now, I guess. Okay, well, look, for real, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's let's um. I'm down, man. Like I, I, like I said, I literally have traveled. Like my thing is like I, my whole story is getting the narrative right. It's just making sure the people know what's going on is not there. And that's what I was trying to say. And then I swear we're done. While that was going on, when you left, people were texting my mom. mom it's funny because my mom and dad, I guess, are just used to me knowing that I'm okay in these mm-hmm. situations. My mom worries about everything. Like mom, I'm going to the protest. She's like, all right, all that's going on. I checked in okay. at nine thirty. Was like, I'm cool. She's like, cool. People were texting me left and right. Are you okay? Are you okay? I see they're, they're getting violent now. And I'm like, I'm right. literally doing a drum circle. I'm fine, guys. Like, I got into it with somebody on um, on, on my Facebook page. They were telling me this long story about how they were scared for their son. And, um, you know, and I, and I wrote back, I'm sure your son was fine. And somebody else wrote back, how do you know that's insensitive? I was watching my son's TikToks. And other people, I go, my, my eyewitness says, if they didn't want to be maced or sprayed with something, they could have moved 100 feet. Mm-hmm. You could have just moved away. I don't want to mess up the narratives of whatever your white kids were saying was happening, but I didn't go in the front. I think some people find the the, the trouble. They're like, look, I want to be involved yeah, with... Yeah, like, Angel, I got hit with the thing. I'm, I, this is the first time I'm telling you. I got hit with it. It was like, oh, it was funny. I was like, oh, no. And I had my bike. I was like, I'm not going to let my bike go because I know it's hard to get bikes now. Right. So I'm like, I'm just going to just. But it's it just sad to see. I, I don't even know if you saw the, the girl that went viral that the next day would clean up. She like got a hammer. Oh, yes, I did. Who did it? Left. Oh, man, I'm so sick of seeing that. Just sit inside. We don't want to see it because then we're going to find you. And then you're now you're, she's doesn't have a job. But in conclusion, I want to say to our allies and black folks, I, I actually want to shout out to the black people, man, because it's hard representing. I, I am hoping I'm praying in all these interviews I've been doing. I've been hoping and praying. And I mean, this from the bottom of my heart. I've called my mom and dad more so my dad every time I've done one to make sure I'm representing him and people that's come before me. Well, that when I speak, I'm speaking from a place that it isn't. Um, naiveness for blacks it is hard as we know we represent blacks wherever we go whether you're doing sideline whether you're playing whether you're doing whatever we represent a black race and that was kind of a narrative too i didn't want even for me it's hard and i'm really going to end on this note because even i struggle with being the kindness guy right so me giving out pizzas me doing all these great things for people i don't want the narrative to be here's this black guy doing great things for white people and this is his story i don't want black people to see me that way i don't want white people to see me that way so even with that i struggle and i know some people don't even get that i never had i've had plenty of friends reach out probably some white guilt 
Like, hey, Rick, let's make lunches this week. Let's do that. And there's no way for me to openly say, like, hey, guys, the phrase alone to say I'm taking a break from kindness, but I'm not doing the Rick thing. I went, you saw, well, allegedly saw me the protest. I purposely wasn't wearing Rick stuff. Right. I wasn't wearing anything kindness. And not saying I'm not, I still think kindness and love prevails all. I do. We just need to figure out a way to get it in the people that's killing us hearts. <laughs> Yeah. As a people, we've always been kind. We've always been nurturing. It, it's from the beginning of time. Like it's it is what it is. But so for me, I even struggle with that. Waking up every day and being like, I'm not. I don't want to make lunches today. I just right. don't have that energy. I, I I'm mad. I'm angry. Self care is important. I'm you gotta, frustrated. You gotta feed yeah, yourself I'm as frustrated. Well. I, I, that. I don't want to go hand out pizzas and, and do all this stuff. But anyway, I just want to say in conclusion, I'm good. My money's good. My family's good. I'm doing great. Um, I'm tired as ever. I haven't slept. I went to my parents' house for the first time since it started. Mm. I'm purposely quarantined my way up to where I, when I'm when I'm here. Sometimes I crash in the room they have, and I finally my mom said she couldn't wake me up. It was the first time I was in their house. Uh, I pray that they don't get coronavirus with me going into their house. But I finally got three hours of solid sleep. Like I said, you look tired. You look exhausted. Um, skin looks good though. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, Pinterest, little lemon. Yeah. You look good. Organic honey. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you too. You were dude. gonna call. You're like, I'm gonna call in. I'm I, like, you're nope. like, no, I'm coming. You're like, what? I'm t- yeah, man. <laughs> I think it, I heard something dropping. It's funny because AP wanted to come, and I, yeah. I kind of we don't. Yeah, we are. We're not set up all the yeah, way. AP, he been out here because we're sitting. Here. There's chairs in, in between yeah, us, so yeah. this is cool. Um, thank you, Ricky. Seriously, like I, I think I've grown just in the 29 episodes that we've had for this podcast. Just being more aware of who I am outside the lines and just tapping into, you know, how we can be, you know, funny and have our own opinions, but also how we can come together and just create some dialogue. And just for, if it's somebody that disagree or we may disagree or agree with one another, but at the end of the day, I think this has just been really a safe place for us us to know, understand one another better. And that's what we're just asking of the world. Just understand us a little bit better. The two things that I want to close on are, um, I talked to my grandma and I mentioned to her, I said, grandma, I'm I was thinking about you today because all these protests are going on. Uh, now, mind you, I only have one mother, one grandmother left. My uh, grandmother on my um, mother's side was a riot. She like dated Muhammad Ali. Like she was Wait, on what? the FBI. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, like she she was on the <laughs> FBI Most Wanted list because she was one of those that was in the newspaper yeah. creating change. She was also uh, married to a police officer in New York. Like she was just one of those that was about it. She was yeah. like, if you say something, she was also oh, probably yeah. as fair as this wall. But she fought for something yeah. and I just I know that her spirit uh, I'm rocking is right in now. me. Like that's that's oh that's that's the energy that she always would just instill in What's us. Her name? Uh, her name was uh, Paula Floyd Morgan. Yeah. Uh, we used to call her Bebe. Uh, so we were Bebe's kids. But <laughs> I just remember how um, opposite it was. That's how my mom was raised. That's how like she, you know, teaches us. And she's very out there and go get it. And mm-hmm. you can't really, you got to rein her in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, mom, just chill. She's like, no, this is what I want to say. I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. Whereas my dad is the sweetest soul you can find, but he wants peace. I feel like I have a, a equal <laughs> amount of both. But I was asking my grandmother, um, just how she felt. And she was just like, I just hope you're being safe. I said, I went to protest. She said, you aren't afraid to do that? (laughs) Completely opposite because she also had a different story. So people are different. People handle it different. But I'm just asking for everybody to listen to those different stories because I think collectively it will make us better. 2020 to me, 
I definitely think that um, I was like, can we get this over with? It's like the worst year ever. But I think it's much needed. Change is always hard. Change is always going to be something that's going to, you know, make you uncomfortable. I think our world is healing. I think um, just seeing how we've been inside, how our world literally um it's just healing our ozone, mm-hmm. uh, the air. Mm-hmm. There's just so many different things that as mankind, we just needed to be inside. And I'm, I'm saying that as genuinely, but well, also I, very respectful yeah, to I those get, who have lost their lives. During this. this is something horrid and it's, it's disgusting. And hopefully there's, um, this comes to a cease because mm-hmm. I want to see people. I want to hug people. Mm-hmm. I want to be around people. But totally at the end understand. of the day for something like this to occur and they say, this is one of the biggest moments in history as far as protests and to be a part of it. I applaud the people that are a part of positive change and yeah. I'm not going to stand by and just allow people to continue to say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And get away with it or without me addressing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to swipe it under the rug because I am outnumbered. No, I think everyone should share their voice. Everyone continue to be bold and courageous. And I'm definitely inspired by the people that continue. I think we're on like day 10 now of just being out there, sharing your voice. So Man, let me, thank let you me, very much. Let me tell you something, Angel. Not, I'll let you do the words of wisdom. But to that point, um, <laughs> screw you in advance. I'm not that old. But <laughs> even even just from a social media standpoint, from I don't remember what it was, but I was married ten years ago, so I remember just me and my ex wife, like sitting in bed at night, and we were just canceling people. Like, oh, that's what he said. You see this one? Even that has changed mm-hmm. as far as like you just said a voice. So my mom and I, my mom got down. She goes, it hasn't changed. This Kaepernick hasn't. Changed. I said, mom, these attitudes have. Mm-hmm. It had the attitudes have the people reaching out to us, the people that are are are, are asking questions now. Before they were just quiet and. I give you one thing and I swear it's all you. Um, I gave an analogy of roaches. Um, oh boy. You're sitting at home. There's one roach, you kill it you're, at night. There's two roaches, you kill it. No big deal. You don't have a roach problem. When you turn the lights on, you see all the roaches. You say, oh my God, I have all these roaches. You had the roaches. It's just you never saw them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what America's dealing with right now. We, we've had these issues, but now the lights are on so we can get rid of these issues and take care of them. God, that was good. That was good. Now. That was great. I think that's great. I think a better one is uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just talking about racism is probably like the dust in the air. You're, you're choking on it, and, but until the air, the sunlight clears it out. You really don't. I think know the roaches is better because that's more relatable. He's uh, tall. I'm from the south. Those. those roaches pretty kind of freaking. Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> all right, take it away. But I appreciate you. Um, usually you have the words of wisdom, which are all always amazing. So if you have something to add after this, please uh, I'll, feel. I'll, I'll feel go first. Free. I'll let you. J.C. Okay. Penney is permanently closing their stores. Thank God. I thought they were already. Well, I just well maybe it's an old update. Oh, you know it's from AOL News. Oh, I thought that was from 2016. Account. Okay. Yeah, nice little uh, TV sets. But anyway, proceed. All right. So I just came across this um, quote, and I've been debating if I want to tweet it out or or what. But tweet it out. Okay. 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 Tweet it out. But no, um, we can disagree. We can disagree and still love each other, unless your disagreement is rooted in my oppression and denial of my humanity and right to exist. That's from James Baldwin. Do it again. Because he's one of my favorites, by the way. Weird looking dude. Amazing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, That's why I don't have the picture with it. Uh, We can disagree and still love each other. Unless your disagreement is rooted in my oppression and denial of my humanity and right to exist. I think we're dealing with that right now. James Baldwin, one of our favorites, obviously. So just saying, look, just check your circle. If you're willing to change, willing to change, that's fine. But um, I think uh, it's a good time to just... If you're not with us, 
I don't know what to say. You either with me or against me. I'm not gonna lend it. All right, we're next podcast episode 29. Talk to you guys later. Bye.